January is always a month of reflection and new beginnings. With the new year, everyone has resolutions and goals that they want to achieve by the end of the coming year. But there's also a bunch of other things that happen in January. Welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast, and this is your January wrap-up. So this January surprisingly felt like there was a lot of things happening. Um, So just right off the bat from the beginning, I'm just basically going to elaborate on a lot of the weekly stuff that happened and kind of follow up on some random bits of news that I mentioned, but didn't have as much information on at that time. So with the first weekly, if you remember, that was technically January 1st. So this is like the last week of December stuff, but this is what we were going into the new year with. The first major thing was Thugger saying that <laughs> that people like Jay-Z don't have enough hits to have a whole arena singing along, which he immediately backtracked on, and I still think it was just really funny. Thugger's just been, you know, doing these things where he just says it and he's like, oh, wait a minute, um, my bad. But it could have also just been promotion for Slime Language 2, which should be dropping soon. Um, aside from that, we actually also heard a lot from J. Cole for the first time in months, um, where he had posted a photo on Instagram, which was basically a flowchart of his music releases and ventures. It started out with his feature run, Revenge of the Dreamers 3, and now we should be in the offseason, I believe. And then that goes into It's a Boy and The Fall Off, which everyone is assuming, like, Everything in between, being the off-season and It's a Boy, are meant to be albums or projects, but we don't know, because we haven't gotten confirmation from anyone. Um, Aside from J. Cole uh, announcing that sort of stuff, he also announced new shoes, which everyone was, again, disappointed with because they thought it was going to be a music announcement, but he, he just got new shoes coming out, or well, that came out on his birthday, January 28th. Um, aside from those bits of news, at least from the first week of January, we also learned that MF Doom had passed away. Uh, but although his actual passing was in October, we didn't learn it until December 31st. And that is actually also what kicked off the Book of Doom series, because I wanted to pay tribute to him. Like He was one of the biggest influences in terms of my music listening and in terms of just me understanding music and realizing that it doesn't have to just be repetitive stuff every time like with because you know a lot of people when they passively listen to music they only really remember the chorus but with doom like he barely had a chorus like maybe on a handful of songs so by him doing that it taught me like yo you don't have to follow regular song structure when you're making music. And when you're listening to music, like, that's not the main thing you have to look for. You really should be looking for the lyrics. So, the Book of Doom started off um, with two episodes so far. Um, one was introduction, and then the other one was just talking about KMD. But I'll let those videos speak for themselves rather than me reiterating what happened with those. Um... Also, as far as music releases that week, it was, I mean, the only one that actually released on January 1st, I believe, was 
Keys album, the Alpha Jerk, although Rap Ferreira's Bob Sons Cafe, uh, that got an official release on the first. <clears throat> Oops. And then we also got news the following week. Not really news, more of a teaser that Brockhampton has something coming. We don't know what it is or when it's coming. I mean, I'm assuming it's music because that's mostly what they do. Um, but who knows when that'll be coming. Also in that week, we heard that apparently Kanye and Kim Kardashian were getting a divorce. And later on in the month, we learned that it's apparently going to be televised. So, yeah... I don't like that. That seems uh, a bit inappropriate, especially considering Kanye hasn't been the most stable in the last few years. I don't know what a what a him doing this on television is gonna be, and like how that's gonna affect him. But whatever. Um, we also learned that week that Dr. Dre suffered a brain aneurysm. Um, and that was a huge deal. Um, everyone was very concerned because we just learned of Doom's passing and we didn't want to lose someone else that's so major in the hip-hop space. Thankfully, he's, he's good. And I guess, like, the week... Well, basically, whenever he was fully released from intensive care, they... Uh, he just went straight to the studio and continued to work on detox, allegedly. W again, whether or not we get detox anytime soon, it's it's very unlikely. But if we do, fantastic. <laughs> um, oh yeah, moving on into the next week, like middle of January now. We learned that... Mad Villainy 2, like the official Mad Villainy 2, not the, I guess, remix album that Mad Lib made, is about 85% done, and it's been 85% done, which, that's cool. And uh, Peanut Butter Wolf of Stone's Throw Records has basically been given permission to release it, but he doesn't want to capitalize on the passing of Doom, so he wants to make sure that everything's done properly. Um, that's really the extent of what we learned about it. We haven't learned anything else. Um, I know Madlib did speak about Doom's passing recently. And he was also just... He also learned about it when everyone else did. So he's definitely hurt by the loss. Um, also in that week, we learned that Logic decided to, I guess, create an alter ego at some point, which is heavily influenced by MF Doom, named Dr. Destruction. The project itself didn't release until the 22nd, and it actually wasn't terrible. Like, I mean, you know, when you see someone trying to do something so specific and focused in on a particular person you don't necessarily have the best or the highest hopes for it but it, it was okay it was definitely okay um production wise was great 
But um, like I mentioned in the weekly and in the review itself, it's you don't have to like don't hate on him just because he made this alter ego because yeah you can have alter egos like that's not a thing that's only delegated to particular people doom wasn't the first person he wasn't the last person what did rub me the wrong way is just that he did it and didn't specifically say that it was going to be a tribute but under the assumption that it is and uh, like he was trying to be respectful it wasn't bad uh or also that week um nick caution dropped his apparently debut album anywhere but here i actually didn't realize it was a debut album until after the review but this was actually one of the yeah i think i said it in the review itself this is one of the great albums of this year's like immediately and kind of set the bar for everything this album was just very personal and i really enjoyed it Definitely check it out if you haven't already, though. Um, moving on through the month. Ah, yes. Now we're on the 22nd, um, for the weeklies, at least. This, like, towards the last weeks of January, we we had a bunch of weird news. Like, so first, we heard that Bow Wow held a concert to a packed show in Houston where most people were not wearing masks. I, I'm i still confused as to why there were so many people there for Bow Wow, but I guess he can pull people like that It's still. <laughs> um, regardless, I mean, wear your mask, even if you're going to be doing some stupid stuff like that. Um, also, then Yeezy, the company, was suing an intern for breaking an NDA. There hasn't really been further news on that that I'm aware of. Um, I also haven't really gone out of my way to look. Um, Oh yeah, and this was also the week of the inauguration. So literally the day before all the pardons were being done. And both Kodak Black and Lil Wayne were pardoned. So I think Kodak still technically has another sentence that he has to serve time for. But... The one that he was in jail for originally, that one's what he got pardoned for. So, cool. Uh, however you feel about Kodak Black, that's on you. I don't really care about him either way. Um, and then Lil Wayne also got pardoned, like I mentioned. And it's really funny because it almost feels like his pardoning was, t- like, like, it was planned. Um, so, if you remember sometime last year i think like november october he like before the election essentially he openly endorsed trump and everyone was immediately like nah but also other people were like what if he's just doing this so we don't go to jail because he was uh charged for a few things i can't remember right now because he was also liquidating a lot of his assets like he was selling off masters for young money like he it it was almost like he was trying to get like just not go to jail (laughs) basically or just have some money just in case but he got pardoned and there's been no confirmation to whether or not that endorsement was to get pardoned or if he genuinely uh wanted to do it 
I'm leaning towards the the former, where it was all a ploy so that he wouldn't go to jail. But we don't know. The only person who does is Wayne and his camp. Also, that week, we got a, good, a few good releases. Um, Code of the Friend dropped Lyrics to Go, Volume 2. As I've... I haven't... Re- I didn't do a review for it, but um, with my review of... I think it was Everybody or Everywhere. Um, whatever his album last year was. Coda's music isn't necessarily for me. I understand his appeal and I appreciate it because it is... It is pretty upbeat and has a more positive outlook on a lot of issues that people go through, like in mostly in their heads. Um, so Coda is great in terms of that, and he's very uplifting. But I'm not always in the mood for that. Meaning, most of the time, I'm not in the mood for happy music. But again, that's just me. I it is definitely a really solid project. It's only like 15 minutes long, so easy to check out. But I personally don't find myself going back to his music. Uh, we also got 13, who is comprised of Pharaoh Monch, uh, Daru Jones, and Marcus Machado. I started getting a review ready for it, and I've learned that I don't have... Like, it's one of those reviews or one of those albums where it's so dense that I can either just gloss over everything and give you guys like a quick review or I can go super in-depth and have like a half an hour review. It's not one of those albums that's easy to like concisely dissect. So it's just kind of been held off right now. But it is a fantastic album and it's very, very lyric focused. Like... Is well lyric focused, but it's also very instrumentally focused because it has a proper guitarist and drummer on it. So, I mean, definitely check it out. It's definitely, I don't think it's everyone's cup of tea for sure. I really like it because my, like, it reminds me of my early days when I was really starting into music because I would listen to a lot of like metal and alternative rock. Like, well, most, well, not really alternative rock. I would listen to a lot of Metallica, like Slipknot, Korn, stuff like that. More, you know, mainstream shit. But th- that's what this reminded me of. It it had a lot of cues from that. In fact, they even sampled or recreated um, a track from Black Sabbath. I think it was... Uh, let me see, actually. do 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 Um... Was it The Magician? That was the album, or that was the song. Maybe. No. Uh, The song was track 666, which was a remake of Hand of Doom. Um, So that was really cool. Um, But yeah, no, it's a really good album. Definitely check it out if you're into rock rap, I guess. (laughs) But... I mean, if you've listened to Faramont in the past, you know that he has that rock influence in general. So it's not too surprising to see him do this sort of thing. And honestly, like the thing that I was really excited about this album for is the fact that he had been teasing 13 for so long. Like with his last album, I think it was PTSD. 
Like, I mean, like, basically after that, he had been working on it. Like, 13, Palindrome, like, all those sorts of things were intertwined with each other. So, I've been waiting for it for a while, or to see whatever the hell it ended up being. So, to see that it ended up being this, that's dope. And, yeah, it's very political. I kind of wish it had come out earlier, because a lot of the things that they touched on were very in the moment so like if it had come out in 2020 it would have been perfect like the first track is called 45 which is directly talking about donald trump and all of his MAGA supporters but then there's also a lot of uh black empowerment and talking about all the bullshit that cops do so there's a lot to it it's just uh, i don't know i if it had come out like maybe September or August of last year, it would have been perfect timing. But regardless, it's dope. Um, and then also Doc D dropped his album. And like I mentioned, it was solid production-wise. Lyric-wise, is okay. Uh, Logic definitely performs better when he has features on the track because it forces him to put in more effort. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, this then brings us to last week because... Well, this last week of January. And really not a whole lot happened. Um, the biggest thing to bring up was that six dogs passed away. Um, rest in peace, for sure. And then T.I. and Tiny were being uh, basically called out or they were... People were alleging that there were sexual abuse and drug abuse with them and people who were either underage or not willing so not a whole lot has come out about that because it's still really like new news so we'll see um but yeah as of right now they're basically just saying no that wasn't us there were people who were just kind of bandwagoning it in the sense that like when these sorts of allegations come out there's people that come out of the woodworks just to stir up trouble and they just straight up even said like no i was lying so that's where things get weird um we'll probably talk about it again sometime soon uh when we get more information though um and then as far as music that came out that week the biggest thing was ian kelly kells is dead um I'm going to be doing a review for that this week. Uh, it's a dope project. Um, Ian Kelly, if you aren't aware, is part of the Collective Grand National, but also signed to Jamla Records. The whole album is, well, the majority of the album is produced by Eric G, and then there's a few tracks from Ninth Wonder. And it's entirely narrated by Champ Green, which just gives it this super Oakland sound and I love it. I've been listening to it nonstop and the fact that it's only half an hour long is perfect too. I'm not going to talk about the album anymore because it's going to end up being a review. <laughs> um, and then also Madlib dropped uh, Sound Ancestors which is just an instrumental tape but it was I guess curated and executive produced by Fortet whom they've worked together with before so pretty dope. Uh, definitely check it out if you're into instrumental projects. As far as, you know, major news events, that's that about wraps it up. 
there are a few other things like i've like i said i did a couple of reviews this week or this month has been light in terms of music releases and reviews um but that's normal for january um i did start writing a review for rap Ferreira's album as well but like i said with feral Monch's album it's not like it's one of those tricky ones where there's so much to say but there's also like i could also just go in and do like a five minute review so i don't know i need i still need to figure out how i want to handle those sorts of projects because they're pretty common (laughs) um aside from that oh yeah book of doom those two chapters are out um the only other thing I wanted to talk about was music that I've been listening to. What is this? Yeah, so if you aren't aware um, of Last FM, Last FM lets you connect either your Spotify or Tidal account. I'm not sure if they do Apple Music and other streaming services or not. But basically what it does is it will allow you to go back and kind of track what you're listening and other websites um kind of create a collage of them so for example the one that i use is tapmusic.net i just enter in my last fm username and it gives me a grid of music releases that i've been listening to so for example all right focus is all the way back here well you can't really see it but i'll tell you what it is the I'll basically be going left to right, top to bottom. Uh, First up was Ian Kelly, Kells is Dead. I've already talked about that briefly. It's a dope project. It's only up there, like way up there right now because that's all I've been listening to. But yeah, it's dope as anyway. Uh, The second one was uh, KMD, Mr. Hood. That one, as well as another project on here, is up there because I was basically studying for the Book of Doom. Like, I wanted to have enough context and enough information to, you know, properly talk about it. Because I don't want to just go on here and just ramble about stuff I don't know, you know? Like, the Book of Doom is a project that I want to really elaborate on and really want to have a conversation about. So, for me to just kind of briefly touch on things and not have enough information about it just didn't feel right uh the other project on here was pharaoh munch uh and 13 a magnificent day for an exorcism um, i already talked about that then code of the friend lyrics to go volume two same deal i've spoken about that already definitely good albums um definitely different spectrums of uh emotion there Code of the Friend is a lot more upbeat and typically positive. 13 was a lot more aggressive and kind of negative, you could say, because they're talking about these negative things, but they're both good in their own ways. Uh, Then in the middle, I had KMD's Black Bastards, again, just to really flesh out the Book of Doom. It's really interesting to me to listen to those projects back to back because Mr. Hood was you know very typical early 90s like younger people rap like it was very upbeat it was funny uh, but they still had a pretty heavy focus on uh, content and 
you know, just talking about things that aren't right in society. But then Black Masters really amplified that and, you know, just tore it up. Like, at that point, Onyx the Birthstone Kid had left, and it was just Doom or Zevlovex and his brother Subrock. And, you know, it was just much more aggressive, it felt. Like, it was, like I mentioned in the, in the in chapter two, that it really felt like the beginnings of Victor Vaughn. Like, that sort of sound. So it was dope. Um, then I also had Bob's Son uh, by Raph Ferreira. That was... I didn't talk about it yet, really, but it was a very interesting album because it was very laid back. Like, it's really just cafe music. It's weird, but I liked it. Uh, Nick Caution, Anywhere But Here, like I mentioned already. Pretty dope album. Uh, check out the reviews for these if I have them. Um, then Isaiah Rashad, Sylvia Demo. That's on there just because it hit its seven-year anniversary the other day and I was just listening to it back-to-back. It's a really dope project. I'm, I do return to it often, but or like at least in my head, I <laughs> like it, random songs come in, but it's dope. And then uh, finally, Searching Sylvan uh, by... Sylvan LeCue or Quest at that time. Um, that really came about because I got the vinyl for it the other day. Um, I think it hit his 10-year anniversary, so then he released the vinyl, and it was dope. It's a really solid album, and check it out if you haven't. It's basically an underground masterpiece from, I think, 2011, 2012? Something like that. 2010, maybe. I forget exactly. But dope project. Okay, I think that about wraps up everything I have to say this week. Let me know in the comments below if you like this sort of podcast where I just kind of wrap everything up. It's just something new I wanted to try, mostly because I didn't have anything major to talk about this week. But yeah, let me know what y'all thought. Like and subscribe if you want to see more content and podcasts like this. Thank you for watching and please stay safe out there.